What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Trust Your Board Podcast. My name is Stephen Wright. I am joined by Will the Thrill Monroe. How you doing, Will? Hey, doing well, Steve. Just got back from the beach this past weekend, so exhausted, but very fun weekend nonetheless. Yeah, there's something about just being out in the sun that just sucks the life out of you, doesn't it? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's it's good, but yes, the sun definitely drains you, especially <laughs> if you're running around on the beach and in the ocean. The ocean takes it out of you, too, swimming. Yeah, it's getting beaten up by the waves and all that stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. it seems like such a leisurely thing, but it's really not. It wears you out, man. Yeah, it sure does. And then uh, we were saying pre-show, it's been a busy week. We got the Hopkins landing in uh, Tennessee. We got yes. a bunch of the... Um, uh, the franchise tag running backs not signing long-term deals. Um, I haven't heard, like I know Saquon is planning on holding out through training camp. Have you heard about Jacobs or Pollard? Mm, I think it, the expectation is most of them are not going to not gonna camp. Um, but I haven't heard anything specific, like, you know, reports from their camps. It just, I've seen Schefter and some people tweeting that. seems like they're just not going to report to camp. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. So we'll see how that impacts mm-hmm. uh, ADP over time. If people get scared of a uh, Saquon doing a holdout, like a, a Melvin Gordon pushing the season kind of deal, or if uh, yeah, everything just stays the same. I guess we'll see. Yeah, it'll be interesting. I think you know a lot of times there may be a little bit of added injury risk. You know, the conditioning maybe isn't there like it would be if you were in training camp. But I think for the most part, it really just gives you a little bit of a you know a little bit of a depreciated. Um, you know, kind of ADP, so you might be able to get a player a little lower than they should be um, for kind of the risk that they pull a Levy and Bell. But I think you and I both said we don't really see that happening, especially based on what happened to Levy on Bell. Um, not really getting the contract he was looking for after holding out. So it'll be interesting. Yeah, well, yeah, well. So we'll we'll see over time as uh how that impacts the ADPs. Um, but for this point in time, well, we're doing a super flex mock draft. First one of the year, I think. Sure are. Right? Uh, we haven't done one yet, right? Not that I can think of this offseason, no. Yeah, yeah, I think this will be our first one. So, yeah, we got a 10-team a super flex. Um, I'm already happy looking at the ADPs. Uh, Will's in the 7, yeah, I'm we, in are the we eight. Saying, We're saying full PPR for this one, right? Yeah, yeah, full PPR. Um. So I'm happy because I'm in the eight, and the the worst player on the eight ADP is Christian McCaffrey. <laughs> so yeah, it's kind of crazy. Yeah. To, to see all that. Yeah, I'd be happy with that. Um, but yeah, always interesting because you got different strategies. Whether you want to go two quarterbacks early, one early, one mid, two mids, mm-hmm. you know, one early, one late. So I guess we'll see how things fall. Um, I'm assuming you're not going into it with any specific strategy. Um, I feel like I like to get a quarterback in the first two picks just to get one and then, you know, your other second quarterback can be kind of the, the late quarterback strategy. But really other than that, you know, there's some, like you said, some really good players that are probably going to fall. So I think it just depends on how many quarterbacks go in those top few. Yeah, fair. Well, are you ready to uh, get it started and see how many of those quarterbacks go? Yeah, let's do it. Cool. Let's hit that start button. We will see. Uh, they are going off the board. Wow, Burrow at the 102. Yeah, so we started with uh, Patrick Mahomes at the 101. Not a big surprise there. Um, Joe Burrow, 102. I think that's a bit of a surprise. Um, Josh Allen, Jalen Hurts, uh, Justin Jefferson, and then Travis Kelsey still maintains his spot around like the 105, 106. How about it? Super flex. Yeah, wild. 
Yeah, this is interesting because you still have a couple of quarterbacks in, in Lamar Jackson, Justin Herbert, Justin Fields, Trevor Lawrence, probably kind of the end of that tier. Uh, but then you have like big time players like McCaffrey and, J- and Jamar Chase, both still on the board here as well. Um, so it's, you know, do you roll a gamble of, you know, taking one of those two and McCaffrey and Chase? and hoping that one of those four quarterbacks gets back with six picks to go? Um, or, you know, do you lock in a quarterback and just kind of get the next best player on, on the next turn? Um, if I was going to go quarterback, it would be Lamar. I think, you know, there's a team, you know, somebody that had kind of that suppressed value for a bit with all the uncertainty in the contract. But now that he got paid, I think, you know, he's kind of locked back in there, you know, as that, fifth, sixth guy there with Herbert. Um, so you know, I wouldn't hate it either way, but I don't think either of them get back. So I think, you know, I'll take the quarterback here. I'd you know, be more than okay with a Cooper Cup or an Austin Eckler in the next round. Um, you know, obviously, you know, a little bit lower than a McCaffrey and Chase, but just guarantee I'm getting one of those top quarterbacks, um, you know, in, in Superflex. As I said, I like to try to get one, you know, a top quarter, get at least a, a Top tier quarterback, and I, I just don't know that I can guarantee that in the second. So, with the mount going, I'm going to go ahead and grab Mr. Lamar Jackson. This one is a—it's uh, a tough decision. I, I really didn't think I figured out. I just have like one option, but now I'm staring at two because the Kelsey jump. Um, so now you know I wouldn't. Part of me wants to take Justin Herbert and then see if Fields gets back to me. And then doubling up mm-hmm. the first two picks quarterback just to see what that looks like. Um, but, you know, fields might not be great and that could be a problem <laughs> for your, uh, you draft a quarterback that early. Um, yeah. You know, I could go McCaffrey here and then roll the dice on like a fields or a Lawrence as my one. Like that could be a big, mm-hmm. a big win. And then you do either McCaffrey. the teams behind you double up a, a quarterback hey. or. If yeah. you just take one, you still be you should be okay. Yeah, yeah. If, if you're comfortable with Lawrence, then yeah, you're good. Um, so I I think I will play that game as much as I kind of want to do two quarterbacks because Herbert and Fields would be a pretty crazy combo <laughs> to be mm-hmm. going into a, a super flex league with. Uh I'm gonna play the game. I'm gonna I'm gonna grab Christian McCaffrey. Um always nice to grab him in the back of the first round, <laughs> getting to the top. Yeah, he would have been away. Would have went with ahead and had awaited. Wow, check it out! Only one quarterback goes. So we had uh, Justin, Justin Herbert and Chase goes. Uh, that rounds out the first round, and then in the second round we got Tyree Kill and Stephon Diggs. Um, so very interesting. Um, that does give me Fields. Like I think I still like Fields over Lawrence. Um, that, you know, not that I don't think Lawrence has real high upside, but I think Fields has that you know elite. Lamar Jackson, number one overall crazy rushing upside to him um, that Lawrence doesn't have. He, Lawrence could be more touchdown dependent to some degree. Not that he doesn't rush, but he has not rush to the degree of Justin Fields. So I'm going to lock him in. You know, I am nervous with him as my one, um, but he just his upside is tremendous. So I'm going to go ahead and lock him in here. I know you like Trevor Lawrence, so maybe you will take the, the two quarterbacks and two rounds strategy here. Yeah, it is tempting. Definitely tempting. Lawrence, I think, is kind of the end of that tier. Um, but there's still some top-tier guys. Cooper Cup still here. Austin Eckler, I think, is going to be tough for me to pass up. You know, I think he is, you know, especially in a full PPR, 
pretty locked in as the number two quarterback or number two um, running back to get him this late. Uh, you know, the what the fourteenth pick. Um, it's just hard to pass up, especially with you know running backs. Just there is scarcity there. You don't have many that are going to get everything like him. So. Gonna go ahead and lock in Austin Eckler here. We'll see what gets back. Uh, I obviously don't anticipate Trevor getting back as there he is. Um, so Saquon goes after I take Eckler, Cooper Cup, Trevor Lawrence, Jonathan Taylor, Bijan Robinson, and AJ Brown to round out the second round. CD Lamb next, Deshaun Watson, uh, Nick Chubb, Mark Andrews, Dak Prescott. And Team 6, Amon Ross St. Brown. Team 6 goes three straight rounds without a quarterback. Um, kind of, you know, and then on the flip side, two teams there, Team 2 and Team 4, both have taken their second quarterbacks already. So interesting to see how the teams are built here. Uh, so as we look beyond um, top of the board here, quarterbacks, Tua Tagovailoa, got Kirk Cousins, Daniel Jones. Um, Tua is interesting, but not someone that I'm going to take over some of the receivers and running backs here. Um, at tight end, Hawkinson, Kittle, Pitts, not interested there either. Um, I'd be looking at receivers. Got quite a few solid options. Devontae Adams is still here. Garrett Wilson, Jalen Waddle, Chris Olave. Um, and running back, Derrick Henry, Josh Jacobs, Brees Hall, Roger Stevenson. At this point, it is it's tough because you know I love Garrett Wilson, but there is a few receivers that I think are really good. While there's really just you know Derrick Henry is just really interesting here in the third round. I know that there's some uncertainty, but you know, as they sign um Dendry Hopkins, it seems maybe a little less likely that they are, you know, have a potential of rebuilding in the season. You don't see that often in, in football, but um there have been talks that, you know, if they start off slow. You move on to the trade Henry, move on to, you know, the backup quarterback, um, or you know, maybe even worse for Henry, you don't trade him and you still move to the backup quarterback. But regardless, you know, I think they are going to hinder and be able to get Derrick Henry. You know, it's PPR, so it hurts him a little bit, but um, to get him and pair him with Austin Eckler and Lamar Jackson, there's still quite a few receivers that I wouldn't mind getting as my number one here. But to have a quarterback and two top-tier running backs already is hard to pass up. So I'm going to go ahead and grab Derrick Henry. I don't think I've taken him anywhere just yet in the uh, in mock season. But, you know, with Superflex, it definitely changes things up. Yeah, that would have been my pick. Um, so mm. good move. Um, yeah, Henry and McCaffrey is probably about the only combo that I would have liked better than Henry. <laughs> yeah, for real. Um I'm I'm kind of in a similar position to you. I don't I don't like any of the tight ends. Uh, I do like Tua. I think there's a lot of upside to Tua. You know, I think going through the off season um, and staying injury free throughout the off season might do him <laughs> some good going into next year. Um, but there's a tremendous risk with him, right? Like one head injury, you get a one sack where you bang your head on the ground, and what what then? He gets another concussion. What then? Does he come back? Does he say enough's enough? You know, like it's very worrisome, but the upside's really high. So part of yeah. me wants to draft Tua and then on the next turn, grab Jalen Waddle and pair them together. Uh, that would be interesting. Uh, but it's, I find it difficult to do that when you have Devontae Adams, when you have Garrett Wilson here. Um, I'll throw Josh Jacobs into that 
that mix. I, yeah. Uh, Alave. Like there's a lot of good options here. Uh, so I, I find it hard to do that, but I kind of want to, <laughs> like, it's a, mm-hmm. I see it as a league winning decision. You know, if, if two is healthy all year and, you know, reaches close to the heights that he was reaching last year before his injury, you know, pairing him with Waddle as my quarterback two is huge. Like that, that that's a really big deal. Then you got Devonte Adams. He's got a new quarterback, Jimmy G. Um, Jimmy G supported some good wide receivers before, but you know, they were Debo and Ayuk doing a lot of creative scheming and, you know, running after the cat, like a lot of different things, uh, than what I think Adams would be doing. Garrett Wilson, I know we're all high on, but, uh, you know, there's a lot of history of, you know, quarterbacks going to new teams and it's just taking some time for the wide receivers to get acclimated. So like his ascension isn't guaranteed. Um, not that I wouldn't draft him here cause you know, I would probably draft him over Williams, but I'm just, I'm crafting the narrative. Um, so I think I am going to try my stack idea. I think I could get away with it. Team 10 doesn't have any quarterback. So I don't think Tua would get back to me. Um, but I think Waddle can. So I'm going to try to execute on that and we're going to see what happens. So Tua is locked in and I, wow, team four burned me. It did not work. I'm going to get none mm. of the players. I wanted. Uh, okay. Um, so after my pick went Garrett Wilson and Brees Hall, that rounds out the third round and to start the fourth stupid team 10 went with Jalen Waddle and Devonte Adams, despite having Tyree kill. So thank you. You're in a super flex league. With no quarterbacks, you have a long wait, and you have two wide receivers on the same team. I hope that works. Yeah, out for that's you. interesting. <laughs> yeah, I I hate them. Okay, so that that's fine though. Like it is what it is. Um, a of running backs. We still got Josh Jacobs. We got Stevenson. We got Pollard. We got Najee. Uh, wide receivers. We got Olave. We got uh, T Higgins. Devonta Smith. Metcalf. Uh, we're in a iffy kind of situation. I. I think if I was in a real draft, I'd go running back and I would go Jacob Stevenson or Pollard. But since you went to running backs, I think I'm going to do something different and go running back wide receiver um, and just jump on the the Chris Olave hype train. Um, You know, we're both high on him. A lot of people are high on him. Uh, Falls in that same kind of story of, uh, you know, Garrett Wilson and Devontae Adams, new quarterbacks could cause some trouble. Um, but uh, I just said I liked them. I was just crafting an arrow, and I like Olave. So we're going to lock him in there as my wide receiver one, and we're going to hand things off to you. Yeah, so it takes, you know, most of the receivers I was hoping would get back. Olave, Waddle, Wilson. Um, so it was a good pick there. Um, so at this point, you know, T. Higgins, Tonta Smith, both good options. Um, D.K. Metcalf would be someone I'd even, you know, consider there. Um, but there's still some top tier running backs, as you mentioned. And, and I think that this could be a situation where I just try to load up on a position um, since we can start three of them. Uh, and we're only starting two receivers. I think going at that running back, getting that running back position is going to be key. Um, it just <laughs> stinks that the two guys that I like are guys that are holding out, as we talked about, Josh Jacobs and Tony Pollard. Um, so as I look at the two, it's interesting. I think it's, I mean, I think most people probably would go Jacobs, but I think it's closer than people, uh, you know, let on Jacobs obviously was a monster last year, uh, but Pollard, you know, now that he has the whole backfield, 
still waiting to see if Dallas signs somebody else, but it sure looks like it's going to be him. Um, so I think it's closer than people think. Um, I, I'm still, at this point, I think I'm still going to go Jacobs. I think it's a safer one. Um, obviously, both of them are risky with the holdout, but I'm going to go ahead and, and as you bobbed, I'm going to weave. I'm going to go with a third running back here in Josh Jacobs. So getting a flex locked in, but having Austin Eckler, Derrick Henry, and Josh Jacobs is a pretty formidable lineup there. And we'll see what kind of quarterbacks um, and receivers get back here. So we had a couple quarterbacks run there as well. So after I take Jacobs, Kirk Cousins goes, Najee Harris, Devonta Smith, T. Higgins, and D.K. Metcalf. Then Ramondre Stevenson and Tony Pollard at the turn. T.J. Hawkinson, Aaron Rodgers, Keenan Allen, Geno Smith, and Daniel Jones. Um, so not needing a running back, but there are still some options here. I'm sure you'll be considering with ETN, Gibbs, and Walker um, at receiver. Debo Samuel, Mari Cooper, Calvin Ridley. So still some solid options at receiver. Um, and then, you know, some do sell ones lower down as well. So have a George Kittle, Kyle Pitts, Dallas Goddard. So a lot of options there. Um, quarterback, Anthony Richardson, Jared Goff, Russell Wilson, Derek Carr. Um, had one of the quarterbacks there with like a Rodgers, Geno, Daniel Jones, you know, maybe considering. Um, Anthony Richardson is in consideration, but I just don't think I can pull the trigger. I think there's solid options that I can get a little later. So I'm going to go ahead and grab one of my receivers here. Um, so looking at a couple of options here, Debo's on the board, Calvin Ridley. As crazy as it sounds, I feel like Amari Cooper might be the safest of the bunch here. Um, I don't, I, I, it feels like you know, a lot of the community is kind of down on Debo, right? I mean, he had his monster season two years ago and, little bit of injury last year but you know he was down at wide receiver 40 in ppr last year do you what do you make of that steve as as a resident 49ers expert you know is he bouncing back is this more of a breakout year for iu what's the the outlook for for debo i don't really know uh i you know he's still holding on to that high adp based on the crazy high year and i don't think he gets back to that I still think. I I think Debo is going to be the one that ends up scoring the most, but I don't think it's going to be a big enough gap to justify the ADP ADP gap. Like I, I'd rather wait. What I don't know the ADP. I'd rather wait four rounds, three rounds, whatever it is, and get IU than grab Debo early. Yeah, and that's kind of where I'm at. I mean, he's going to get a good rushing baseline, I'm sure too, but. I think if I'm going receiver, I want to get a guy that, you know, has a bigger stranglehold on the number one receiver on his team. Um, and, you know, I think Calvin Ridley could be that. I think that's where he's being drafted, but there's still a little uncertainty there. Um, while there, I think, is, you know, nice competition for wide receiver two in Cleveland, but Mari sure looks like he is still going to be the guy. So I'm going to go ahead and lock him in, you know, PPR or uh, wide receiver 10 in PPR last year, despite having, you know, backup quarterbacks and then a, you know, rusty Deshaun Watson. So obviously a gamble with the quarterback there, but to get him as my wide receiver one uh, with three running backs and a quarterback already on the roster, pretty happy with that. So locking in Amari Cooper 
And it is your turn with uh, some running backs on the board, if that's what you're looking at. It is. I was thrilled to see uh, that the quarterbacks go and get to your pick. And I, I knew you weren't going to grab another running back. And I was like, well, I like Etienne. I like Gibbs. I'm good with Walker. Like, mm. I, I am happy. Um, I have to strike a running back now because, you know, of the two teams next to me, they've made eight, eight picks and only one of them's a running back. Uh, so I think a running back will go, although you could make a case for four, you know, three of the four picks being quarterbacks too, cause they're light on quarterback. Um, so good position to be in ETN is the one I'm going to lock in, uh, ascending offense, ascending quarterback looked good last year. Um, I love Gibbs. Like I want to pull the trigger on Gibbs here too, but, uh, ETN seems pretty similar to me. Um, but with a team, I trust a bit more. Uh, so I'm going to lock him in and maybe wonderful if Gibbs got back to me and they, they did some funky stuff, but we'll see. We'll lock him in there. Jared Goff goes, Anthony Richards goes. Oh man. Oh wow. Okay. So Goff and Anthony Richardson ran out the fifth and then Debo and Drake London go with the next two picks. So I am here. Uh, Jameer Gibbs is still here. Uh, Kenneth Walker is still here. Uh, so I am quite happy with this. I, my only worry is waiting this long to get another wide receiver, but it's going to be easier for me to grab wide receivers late than running backs. So I'm going to lock in Jameer Kibbs. You know, I get three, you know, strong pass catching running backs and in, in CMC, ETN and Gibbs. Gibbs needs an abbreviation for his name. Uh, but yeah, I am, uh, I'm suddenly happy with how this team is, is shaping up i'll be curious to see what happens in the wide receiver position by the time my uh my next pick rolls around but i'm gonna lock him in jameer gibbs i am adding to this team so i am up to three running backs as well so i am in an interesting situation because there's a couple of skill players that i still like um calvin ridley's still here he was someone that i think kind of has that top tier and, and given that i've got amari here as baseline i think calvin ridley pretty solid upside shot um but there still is some solid guys behind him Tight end, there's still some good options with Kittle, Pitts, Goddard, um, and then quarterback. There's two guys, Russell Wilson and Derek Carr, that um, I think would be really good options to draft here. And it kind of drops off after that. So looking at the teams behind me, only one team does not have a second quarterback. Um, But I don't know that I want to gamble there, and I, I don't think that I'm... You know, there's still three tight ends in, in Kittle, Pitts, and Goddard that I like, and there's three teams that don't have a tight end. So need just one of them to get past, and, and they'd be more luxury. They're still good guys there. So I don't think I can go with the tight end uh, just yet. Um, but and there's still some solid receivers that I like below. You know, as you mentioned, Brandon Ayuk's a little further down there, Godwin, Christian Watson, DJ Moore, Judy. So Still solid options at the wide receiver. So I think I'm going to strike here at the quarterback position and we will have uh, the same build and we got there differently, but we'll have the same build of our team here. Um, And I'm going to go with Derek Carr. I know Russell Wilson's probably, it's probably the hotter option, but maybe not. We'll see. Um, But I just, I, I, I think Derek Carr is a good quarterback and he's going to have at the very least a very good receiver in Chris Olave. Could have a healthy Michael Thomas. We will see. Um, the running back core, you know, have ha- had some pass catching chops there. Uh, you know, if Kamara is playing, we'll see. Um, so I'm going to go Derek Carr, Derek Carr. I think he is a good QB2 to get at this stage. Um, so after Carr, we've got Calvin Ridley, Joe Mixon, Kenneth Walker, Kittle, Terry McLaurin, Kyle Pitts, 
Russell Wilson goes, so one of those two, and you know, was going to go. So it's good to see I, you know, was able to get Derek Carr, Aaron Jones, um, Michael Pittman, DeAndre Hopkins, Jerry Judy, and Christian Watson. So I've got my second quarterback. I, you know, probably won't draft another one. Maybe late in the draft, but at this stage, you know, pretty okay. Looking at running backs, J.K. Dobbins is still here. You know, interesting things here in the uh, you know, seventh round of a Superflex draft. You're going to have some guys fall. Damian Pierce, Miles Sanders. So some interesting options at running back. At wide receiver, D.J. Moore, Chris Godwin, Brandon Ayuk. All solid options that I like here. Um, and then at tight end, Dallas Goddard, I think, is kind of the end of a, of a tier there. So he is interesting, you know, looking at the teams behind. I mean, you've only got one receiver, so you're probably going to go with one or two. Uh, but the other teams all have four. So I think, you know, given that there's a few receivers that I like, I can probably hold off, you know, and end up with uh, DJ Moore, Godwin, or Ayuk. You know, Kristen Kirk maybe is kind of like a fallback, fallback. Um, so I can go ahead and grab a tight end that I think, you know, has that top five upside in the Philadelphia Eagles offense in Dallas Goddard. So I'm going to lock in Goddard here and we will see what gets back to me at receiver here. Are you looking to double up at receiver? Was Goddard an option for you? What do you think in here, Steve? I was planning on doing the, literally the same thing you did. I was like, well, ah, I could draft Goddard and wide receivers aren't going to go. Um, mm. I was actually probably going to draft DJ Moore, which who I don't really draft anywhere, but it would give me the stack with fields. Kind of interesting. Um, I feel like I'm forcing the pick cause I'm not like, I like me and you have always been kind of high on DJ Moore, um, mm. but for fantasy has been kind of inconsistent. Um, we haven't seen what we expected to see out of him. Um, and then going to a new team with a new quarterback, you know, again, for the third time, that's kind of a problem. Um, so like I feel like I'd be forcing it to 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 draft him here. Um but I am going to get two tight ends or two wide receivers and not drafting a tight end. Um I'll probably wait on tight end and see if I can grab like a Dolce Slate or something like that. Um but I think initially I'm going to let DJ Moore go and I'm going to grab uh Mr. Ayuk who we mentioned. Where was Debo? Debo was around mm-hmm. before. So uh, a full round later right now is the, the ADP gap, I guess, which I thought was a greater gap than that, but uh, maybe I'm just not paying attention. Yeah, maybe Diva, or maybe Diva's fallen. Yeah. I feel like Ayuk has been around there, what, pick 78-ish? Yeah. Maybe he's rising, who knows? Yeah, and it's not like a lot of quarterbacks went between the two to... Did it. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm going to lock him in, though. Ayuk, uh, get a part of a good offense there. Um, the team nine drafting another wide receiver, despite uh, conventional wisdom, did draft DJ Moore, so it takes that uh, takes that option away from me. Um, then we had a Miles Sanders to round out the seventh to start the eighth. We have Darren Waller and J.K. Dobbins. Um, so we are back on the clock. Um, I uh, I have two quarterbacks already. You know, I could look to add a you know a Stafford or you know Kyler Murray for some upside, um, but it is kind of thin. Um, at running back, I got three. Uh, we can only start three, but you know, you had mentioned there's some interesting options here. Pierce is here, Swift, uh, Akers, James Connor, Matson. You know, decent options there at tight end. Evan Ingram is interesting. Fryermuth is interesting. I mean, and Joker. There's a lot of interesting tight ends here, um, but I think I'd rather wait on that dart throw on a Chig, a Komet, a Dolchich like that. Um, and just grab up another wide receiver. Um, so take a look at this grouping. 
Uh, I don't want JSN. I like JSN, but uh, for a rookie, he's in kind of a crowded situation. Um, <clears throat> Mike Williams would have been the auto pick in years past, but I, I'm kind of just overplaying that game with it. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, you got Chris Godwin here. It could be solid. Uh, Christian Kirk kind of jumps out. Um, but I think it's could be Hollywood Brown. Again, you know, I keep, I'm, I talk about him a lot when we do these mock drafts. I'm, I'm grabbing him up. You know, he does worry me if Kyler's out for long term, but, you know, he's the guy for that team now. Uh, and I think he can deliver. I think he's got higher upside than everyone above him. Maybe not Mike Williams. If suddenly in year whatever six, he turns into what we expected and could stay healthy. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I'm going to lock in Mr. Hollywood, which I'm sure is good with you because I, I don't think you were targeting him. Uh, he was on the list of receivers that I liked, but he wouldn't have been the top choice. Um, I think Godwin, Kirk, and Williams probably would have been there or higher. I mean, I guess you could make the case um, for him and, and Mike Williams. Uh, but I think Godwin and Christian Kirk would be the two that I'd be looking at here. Godwin, man, his value is just people always like sleep on him, but he's consistently a good wide receiver, too. He's, he had one wide receiver one year, wide receiver number two overall in 2019, but you know, he had uh, an injured injury year in 2020 where he's 31, but 16 and 19 the previous two years. So he's just super consistent. A guy that I think is a really good pick here for this team to get as my second receiver, a lot of really good upside wide receivers that I like going forward and still quite a few running backs available that I like. So I'm going to go ahead and go and grab Mr. Chris Godwin. After Godwin, Damian Pierce, Dalvin Cook, DeAndre Swift, Cam Akers, JSN and Christian Kirk to end the round, Javante Williams, James Conner, Mike Williams, Alexander Madison, Traylon Burks, which will be interesting to see how his ADP changes as we get, um, you know, as we get the baked in um, DeAndre Hopkins signing there and how that changes his value. And then Isaiah Pacheco. So, uh, at this stage, I've got two quarterbacks and a tight end, so pretty set at those positions. And then we've got three running backs and two wide receivers, so pretty flexible to kind of bounce between those two for a while here. Um, looking at running back first, we've got Rashad White, who is an interesting option. We've got Alvin Kamara, which I think that one, man, would just be nice if we had um, some clarity on his suspension. But doesn't look like we're going to get that anytime soon. Um, David Montgomery, James Cook, AJ Dillon. Um, so Rashad White, I think, is like the best upside option at running back here. And, and given that is kind of really where my the big value on my team is, he would be a really good investment for this team. Um, at wide receiver, there's still quite a few. Tyler Lockett, Mike Evans, rookie and Jordan Addison. Deontay Johnson seems like he you know, is just due for positive regression. Um to his wide touchdowns. He was so low last year. Kadaris Tony, George Pickens, John Dotson, Quentin Johnson. So quite a few receivers um, that I like. So I'm going to go ahead and grab a fourth running back here and look to get a receiver on the comeback here. And I'm going to go with Rashad White. I like what Rashad White could be this year. I know that, you know, Bucks aren't a great team. So having two Bucks isn't thrilling, but I think they're two playmakers that are going to get a lot of usage. Um, and getting them later in the draft here, I think it's fine. And it's really a luxury pick here at running back. So I'm going to go ahead and lock in Rashad White. And we'll take a look at what wide receivers are there when I get back. 
Yeah, back on the clock here. Um, I'm conflicted because I feel like there's a lot of things I could do. Um, part of me wants to strike first at the backup quarterback position because Kyler Murray is sitting here, which is kind of tempting. Uh, but I feel like that's a waste of a pick. Um, at running back, uh, I kind of feel like you. I could take a luxury pick and grab Kamara here, which would be pretty interesting. Um, at wide receiver, uh, we do have Tyler Lockett, which is super interesting. Mike Williams, always consistent. You know, a lot of people kind of curious what's going to happen this year. Um, we have uh, Jordan Addison, who, you know, me and you like, and I, I think could be a rookie that produces a lot this year. Mm-hmm. Um, and then at tight end, I'm, I'm just going to wait. So uh, I think I'm going to grab two more wide receivers. I'm going to try to. Um, I'm going to grab Addison first. We're going to see what gets back to me. Mike Evans goes. Jordan Love goes. That rounds out the ninth to start the tenth. We got George Pickens and Evan Ingram. So I'm back on the clock. Um, I, I've seen a name that I kind of passed over, and now is, is giving me a, a bit of a pause. I was going to get uh, Dotson, but Deontay Johnson here in the tenth yeah. round. A guy it's crazy that, that he's still just falling in drafts. Yeah, he should not be this low. Uh, people have forgotten, you know, what he was for fantasy with Big Ben, and and, and Pickett is going to take a step forward. It's hard not to. Um, so I think that my my hesitation, like I feel like he should be the pick, but I also don't want to wait this long for another running back because we're going to be looking at that, uh, like Penny, Samaj P Ryan, A Chain, you know, Damon Harris kind of tier. But I'm going to do mm. it because why not? We're locked him in there. We got Deontay Johnson. Gives me, what, four, five wide receivers. Nice. Yeah, so uh, still up here. So just got two receivers. So I'm going to look to try to grab a couple here, my next couple picks. Um, don't need, you know, tight end. Quarterback, I guess you could look at here. We have had, a, you know, what, one team grab their third quarterback. Oh, he's still in these two. So, yeah, not many teams have taken, especially with 10 teams. There's going to be some good ones on the waivers. Um, and running back, you know, Kamara, you know, would be another nice luxury pick here. But there's still some solid ones that I like as kind of more depth pieces in a few rounds. So receiver is going to be the option here. Um, Tyler Lockett's top on the board. And, you know, obviously we know what he is. I think he's got uh, you know, a good baseline. But I think JSN is going to eat into that a bit. We saw him, you know, very consistent. 13, 8, 15, 13 in PPR last four years. Um, so it'll probably be around there, but I think it'll probably be a little bit lower with JSN eating into that a little bit more. Um, whereas I, I want to look at a guy that you know, has maybe a little bit more of a target share opportunity. John Dotson, obviously, you know, you're projecting a step forward for him. You know, maybe it's a backward for Lockett. Um, Quentin Johnson's another interesting option. So the two of those guys, I, I think there's a good chance that one of them can get back to me here. Um, you know, if I do end up with, you know, going with another safer pick with Lockett. So I'm going to gamble here. I think there's quite a few options in between and we'll see if I can get a Johnson or Dotson on my next turn, but I'm going to go with the title Lockett, given that I've waited at receiver a lot, you know, I can take a shot on a guy later, but getting a third, just good receiver to kind of plug in, um, with, the you know, upside that I have at, at Lamar, my three running backs, and, and my tight end, 
Um, I think you know, I can get by with some of these good receivers. So we'll go ahead and we'll nab lock it. And we'll see if we can get some non-receivers to go. So Kamara goes next. Pat Fryermuth, David Montgomery, Kadarius Tony. There goes John Dotson, um, Zach Charbonnet, James Cook, Quentin Johnson. So two guys I was looking at went David Njoku, A.J. Dillon, Antonio Gibson, and Brandon Cooks. So it was definitely a time for some of those receivers to go. And, and still have a lot of quarterbacks that are top of the board that kind of suppresses that since a lot of these teams aren't grabbing a second quarterback. Um, so running backs still have a Khalil Herbert, Brian Robinson, Rashad Penny. So some solid options that running back uh, wide receiver, Gabe Davis. We've got Juju, uh, Michael Thomas, Rashad Bateman, Zay Flowers. So some interesting guys there. Um, yeah, I think what I'm going to do here is, you know, so taking a few shots at the receiver position. Um, so first I'm going to take a shot on a guy that I can pair with one of my quarterbacks and it's not a Raven. It is Michael Thomas. Um, this late, you know, you're just taking a shot on a guy to see what he has left. And he is an upside guy that I think, you know, could be the Michael Thomas of old with one of the best quarterbacks he's had in a while. Um, if not, you know, it's a later pick here. So I've got safety at the receiver position ahead. Um, but you know, I can get a nice upside shot there with Michael Thomas, especially, you know, with Derek Carr kind of pairing them up. Um, you know, if he's not, then like I said, I've got Amari Cooper, Godwin and Lockett. That'll be solid. Um, but if Michael Thomas is the Michael Thomas of old, he could, you know, easily push in there and be one of my stalwart starting receivers. So Got him locked in, um, and three picks left for me, four for you, and you're making that one now. So I like how we're we're kind of bobbing and weaving a little bit here. You're targeting uh, wide receivers. I'm targeting running backs now because mm-hmm. I targeted running. Uh, both of us out. Yeah, it does. It does. Um, so nice working with you. Uh, it, <laughs> you're right. It worries me a little bit because I, you know, got a little bit of a weight, and that means I'm grabbing my third quarterback and my first tight end with my final two picks. Uh, which is kind of scary. Um, but I, I'm seeing Khalil Herbert here that I want, and I'm seeing Rashad Penny that I want. Um, Herbert is a dart throw at that uh, Chicago team. Uh, you know, not the lead back last year, but he was, uh, he started becoming more relevant in the offense last year. Um, he's the one that, uh, he's the running back in the room that's familiar with the team, familiar with the offense, with the line, the coaching staff, yada, yada, yada. Um, so I think he's got the best shot, you know. Three-way battle. I don't think Foreman's going to take it away from him. You know, if you want to throw a dart on Foreman because it's a late-round pick, that's fine. I think it's either going to be Herbert or uh, the running back that I can't think of, Roshan Johnson, the rookie. Um, but uh, Clear was there before, so he is the one I want. We're going to lock him in, and we'll see if Penny gets back to me and he goes immediately. So Penny goes, yeah. uh, Dalton Schultz, Gabe Davis, and then Chica Conquo goes. So Double tight ends are going off the board now, which makes me nervous. So I'm going to go pull the trigger on Greg Dolchich now because I don't think he's going to get back to me. Um, I'm happy with him as my my breakout. Um, I'm going to have to sit and think about Chig a little bit with DeAndre Hopkins coming. Uh, that offense kind of scares me. Like I know we haven't talked about Traylon Burks in a while, like I actually talked about him. I know I was high on him earlier in the year, but I faded off of him. Um Mostly as I, you know, trying to embrace more of a 
the stats say if you're if you're not good in your first year, you never make it. No, regardless of it's injury related or not. So that that kind of points to per, per, uh, Burks being bad. I've been trying to embrace that a little bit. Now with the Hopkins news, that makes it even worse. Mm-hmm. So for an offense that doesn't pass a lot, you know they they support Derrick Henry, they supported AJ Brown, and at times supported like Johnu Smith. Um, I don't remember if Delaney, Delaney Walker was pre Tannehill and AJ Brown, I think. Um, so he wouldn't be relevant, but they've, so, yeah. they've never supported two options consistently. Like John who at best was inconsistent. He would, you know, he could finish a tight end like eight or nine, but he was inconsistent doing it. Um, so I, I really don't think that now with, you know, Tannehill being older, not looking as good, uh, Henry being older, that suddenly they're going to support two of these three guys. And I am assuming it's Hopkins. So I, I don't know. I have to think about it more. That conversation does not put mm-hmm. Jake in a good light, but you know, all the breakout potential <laughs> in the world to him, maybe he's a good buy opportunity in dynasty. Cause you know, Hopkins isn't going to be there long-term. Um, yeah. I still like as like a post hype sleeper kind of guy. Um, but Dolchich, I, you know, I like more, uh, I, I trust the offense, the coaching staff, more quarterback is pretty similar i guess from a trust standpoint they're different reasons but they kind of even out so i'm going to lock indulgence get my tight end finally and then we'll deal with the other positions with my last two picks you are up all right and i will say had i not gone thomas Cole herbert was someone i was thinking about just to load up at the position so solid choice there on mr cleo herbert um so there's not a ton of running backs that i like there's still some rookies that you can take a shot on a little later but at this stage you know i'm just going to try to kind of pepper in the the wide receiver position um so i'm going to take a shot on uh a baltimore wide receiver and and you can go you know really any of the three it's crazy that they're all still here actually um Man, actually, at this point now, I'm second guessing if I just wait around since I assume there's a good chance one of the three would be there. But um, I, I kind of want to go with the rookie and, and take a shot on Zay Flowers here, you know, upside shot. You know, we still got the shot Bateman, you know, still some uncertainty. You know, he's been sidelined, you know, I think earlier in the offseason with an injury. You, th- you imagine that he's going to be back, but you don't know. Um, and Zay Flowers, you know, it's just kind of more of a, an upside shot here at this point. So, We'll go ahead and lock in Zay Flowers, get another pairing for my quarterbacks. After Zay, Juju goes, Jamison Williams, Brian Robinson, Jamal Williams, Cole Kmet, Elijah Moore, Dalton Kincaid, Smashy P. Ryan, Damian Harris, Odell Beckham, Kobe Myers, and Tyler Algier. So crazy Bateman's still there, too. Um, looking at wide receivers, Cortland Sutton, interesting option this late in the game. Uh, you know, more of an upside, you know, once again, another kind of upside shot. Uh, Alan Lazard is another one that I feel like I've, you know, been rising on a little bit. It seems like he's slept on because I feel like there's really not a ton of competition behind Garrett Wilson. So he could be a really interesting option, especially familiarity with Aaron Rodgers. Um, beyond him, uh, Sky Moore, maybe either, you know, some interesting options, but nothing kind of over the top. Um, we look at the running back, uh, Devon A. Chain, Elijah Mitchell, McKinnon, Kendry Miller. So a couple of the rookie running backs are interesting. Miller, Bigsby, uh, kind of taking a shot on one of those. Jerick McKinnon, 
is another interesting option in Kansas City. Uh, he resigns there. You know, we really don't know what's going to go down between all of them, but he seems like a solid option. Um, yeah, it's tough. None of the rookies are really screaming out, so I would take a shot here on a veteran guy and Jerick McKinnon and see see kind of how those shares you know are divvied up. You know, if we see that the season starts again and you know, it is Isaiah Pacheco and he's, you know, getting all the work. It could be okay. Maybe they're fully moving through to him, but it seems like they just rotate so much. So you'll know what you get early on. Going to go ahead and grab a Jarek McKinnon here, get a, a fifth depth running back, and it moves on to you. So let's see. Uh, both team after me only have two quarterbacks. Most actually only have two quarterbacks. They all only have two quarterbacks. That's interesting. Um, yeah, no, no backups yet. But I'm not seeing quarterbacks that I really want as my like Bryce Young rookie. Don't want C.J. Shroud rookie. Don't want Pickett. I don't see the upside. Hal not interested. Lance not the starter. Mac not interested. Purdy okay. You mate Purdy's okay. Um, Garoppolo as a three is probably okay. Ritter not really interested in. Um, who else? Tannehill no. Baker, no. Like, there's no one except for Stafford and Murray that I'm interested in. Um, both have question marks, and uh, Kyler's got the upside. So I'm drafting Kyler Murray first. He's going to be my backup quarterback. Yeah. Um, it does not look like they're going to be drafting backup quarterbacks in this league, which is interesting. Um, Elijah Mitchell goes, A-Chain, Kendra Miller, Deontay Foreman is here uh, with my last pick. Um I kind of wish I went with Rashad Penny earlier and then I could get Roshan Johnson here and have the mm. same combo just without Khalil because uh, I'm not loving everything else that's here. Jalen Warren is here. That's interesting. Um, at wide receiver, Bateman. This is a great value on Bateman. Yeah, it really is. But the injury risk, that's that's his issue now? Injury? I forget. Injury. Yeah, he, he had an injury like last year, and then I think that he was just sidelined with an injury in like mini camp. Yeah, um, yeah, slow to recover or something. It's yeah. Dobbins that's having the contract thing. I'm mixing them up. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So that could be a big win, but kind of worrisome. Um, Cortland Sutton though here in the 14th round seems like a big win. Um. You know we got. Uh, the, the look at the guys around them, you know, Lazard could be interesting, but you got Thielen, Boyd, Darnell Mooney, Rondell Moore, Sky Moore, Rasheed Rice. Like, Cortland Sutton to me is the one that stands out, so he is the one I'm drafting. That seems like an incredible value with my last pick, yeah. And it was, it was Sutton or Lazard for me, so I think both of those are good shots here. They should be the twos on their team this late in the draft. Um, you know, obviously, older quarterback, so some uncertainty with the quarterback, but uh, you know, throw into them, but uh, both. Should be the twos there, um, and then you know, hopefully, with Lazard here, he's got some familiarity with the quarterback with Rogers. So, I'm gonna lock in Al Lazard here is my last pick. Shaw Bateman goes next. Michael Meyer, um, Michael, sorry, Michael Meyer, Tyler Higby, Sky Moore, and Adam Thielen and Tyler Boyd to round out the draft. Beautiful. So, ten team super flex in the books. Uh, Will with the seventh pick. I'm with the eighth. Uh, Will, you want to run down your team? Yeah. So we've got Lamar Jackson and Derek Carr as my quarterbacks. Austin Eckler, Derek Henry, Josh Jacobs, Rashad White, and Jerick McKinnon at running back. 
Amari Cooper, Chris Godwin, Tyler Lockett, Michael Thomas, Zay Flowers, and Alan Lazard at wide receiver. And Dallas Goddard at tight end. Um, pretty good with this team. Obviously, you know, waited a bit on receivers, so not a ton of, you know, big, big names, but I think all solid guys that I can kind of rotate across those two positions, um, given that, you know, banking on my three big running backs to hold down the running backs and flex positions, my quarterbacks, you know, on the super flex and Goddard as a, as a top, you know, five, hopefully uh, tight end. So pretty happy with the way the team shook out. So my team, uh, quarterbacks, uh, Justin Fields, Tua, and Kyler Murray at running back. We got uh, Christian McCaffrey, Travis Etienne, Jameer Gibbs, uh, Cleo Herbert. And at the wide receiver position, Olave Ayuk, uh, Marquise Hollywood Brown, Jordan Addison, Deontay Johnson, and Cortland Sutton. And at tight end, we got Greg Dolchich. Um, this might be my favorite team I've drafted this year. Oh. And I might feel that way because it could be an absolute disaster. Like if, <laughs> if Olave and Carve don't gel. Um, Gibbs is really just second fiddle to Montgomery and does third down work. The quarterback situation in San Francisco could sink Ayuk. Hollywood could be sunk by Kyler not playing. Addison could have a slow start. Pickett could continue to suck. Like there's a lot of problems with team Herbert could just not be the one. Um, this team could absolutely implode. Um, but I don't think it would. I like what I have done here. I probably like it because I'm in the eighth pick and managed to get Christian McCaffrey. <laughs> that, yeah. You know, that's that probably, helps. yeah, that, that's probably a big part of that, but you know, for a super flex team and me really not liking to go quarterback, like two quarterbacks early, I'm happy with how it played out. Um, now, if all these teams drafted backup quarterbacks, which you would think they would, that's going to mess things up a little bit. Um, but it's only going to create more value. Like instead of getting Jordan Jordan Addison at the uh, nine oh eight, I could have got him at the ten oh three or something like that. Like it would have pushed people down. So I'm yeah, I'm, I'm pretty happy with this. I'm surprised, but I am pretty happy with it. That's something else. Yeah, yeah, and I think ten team league definitely helps too. You know, when you have less teams, it's going to bolster out the the, the rosters. Um, but yeah, regardless, you know, not bad. It'd be interesting to see. If in a real super flex league, a lot more backups go, backup quarterbacks. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And, and taking a look, I, I wanted to remind myself to look at Team 10 because they waited a while to get their first quarterback. And that team I do not like. Um, Richardson and Love as your quarterbacks seems like a really big problem. I mean, it could be yeah. really high upside. I mean, Richardson does something that could be huge, but like. Yeah, I mean, you said you went. You know, the double Miami receiver, but Jamar yeah. Chase, Hill, and Waddle. I mean, you could say Jamar Chase, Hill, and Olave. Like, that is a pretty solid receiver. It core. is. Reese and Miles is, you know, good enough running backs, you know, good to really good. But yeah, the quarterbacks, it's just, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I probably would have rather had Derek Carr and, you know, instead of Debo, maybe Derek Carr and Anthony Richardson's, you know, better mix. But yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Like, if you swapped out Love with like Stafford, I'd probably like it more. But Richardson and Love just seems like a messy situation. But, I mean, hey, play the game, and that's what happens sometimes. That's why we mock, right? Yeah, this is why we mock. Beautiful. Well, hey, well, that is going to wrap up today's draft. Uh, Tune in next week. Another, uh, we'll be back to a 12-team. Maybe we won't do PPR. Maybe we'll do standard or something. Yeah, switch Um, it up. 
yeah, and then we'll uh, we'll go from there. So uh, we'll see you next week. And until then, trust your board.